You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money with Brenthurst Wealth and speaking to me from Brenthurst Wealth, investment analyst Magnus Haystack. Magnus, since we last spoke, it's not as if the world has been turned on its head, but certainly there's been some dramatic developments. I mean, apart from COVID-19, which I think everyone's getting a little bit tired with now, but unfortunately, it's a part of our life for the next few months. There's also been the small matter of the Moody's downgrade, which even though it was a sword of Damocles for so long, when it happened, everyone said, oh, my goodness, we are now junk. Yes, it was the, um, you know, it took, took three years for Moody's to join the rest of the ratings agency world to downgrade us to sub-investment grade. And uh, there was always a debate whether it was priced into the markets or not. And some people said, no, it's fully priced. And other people said, no, it's not priced in. And as usual, the truth was somewhere in between. Yes, the RAND did react negatively. But not um, unnaturally so. I mean, it went up to 18, 18.02, and it's been hovering around those levels. So it was not the cataclysmic collapse of the RAND that certain people uh, predicted. Our stock market, strangely enough, um, moved up for the last two days. But I think that's on the back of, of, of global markets that are uh, uh, busy with a nice little rally. But I think the, the, the full implication and the financial pain is still to come to a large extent, and that will happen over the next month or so when, when the foreigners are forced to move out of the market, um, out of the Wigby index, will have to start selling down. So there's no doubt going to be some volatility in April. I reckon so as well, but also the is-it-already-priced-in factor must be there because although the South African removal from the Wigby, the WGBI, the World Government Bond Index, has been put off for for another month or so people must but surely be selling ahead of that eventuality well maybe it's like other countries when they get downgraded everyone says that's the worst that can happen now everything is out of the way let's start buying especially when you see the south african reserve bank injecting liquidity into the market and also there's a rumor around there's another 100 basis points coming even before the next south african reserve bank monetary policy committee meeting maybe an interim cut so at least that pillar of south african life is is intact and doing its job yeah i, th- I think so bearing in mind that you know the moody's announcement coming as it as it did in the middle of the coronavirus crisis you know, it's a totally different environment and uh, compared to two months or even three months ago. Uh, we're living in a totally different world. I mean, three months ago, world markets were at record highs. The world economy was set to grow in 2020. And boom, the virus has changed all the rules. And so, you know, especially for South Africa, the coronavirus crisis comes at a very bad time in terms of its fiscal position, its economic growth, and, and, and a host of other things. And, and then you still have the Moody's downgrade. So we are very, very vulnerable. The coffers are empty. The fiscal um, trajectory that we, 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 we foresaw a month ago in the budget uh, has just been chucked out of the window. I hear a rumor that they might be an interim budget because the mm. budget that was presented a month or so ago is absolutely worthless. All the assumptions have been blown out of the water, and, and, and I hear a rumor Tito will have to draw up a new one because what's in the budget of 2020 
uh, bears no resemblance to what's happening on the ground right now. We're in uncharted territory, Mr. Williams. Yes, we are, Mr. Uh, Haystack. And what I do like, I mean, there is some positivity out here because the Rand has retreated from its 1809 low of yesterday. It's now dipped back slightly. And I noticed there was quite a successful South African government bond auction today, which means that the R186, the 10-year bond, has gone to a yield, as I look at my screen now as we pre-record this, 1104% yield. And it wasn't that long ago that it was 1340, 1350. So the Reserve Bank has stepped in and people have been snapping up our bonds, which I think is a, a positive sign, despite what we've said about the Wigby. Well, for those fund managers and investors who don't follow the, or don't have to follow the Wigby index, our yields must be very, very attractive. And also to South African investors sitting in South Africa and you want to lock up an interest rate of 11 or 12% with an inflation rate, which probably can go down to 3%, you must say this this must be a very nice time to buy some some SA bonds, which you can use in various portfolios, pension fund portfolios. And even men in the street are starting to look at bonds as a very nice um, uh, investment as opposed to the equity market, which has disappointed for seven years now. And now suddenly we see that the asset management companies are inviting investment advisors to come in here, a bond fund manager speaking, and and uh, and uh, getting some traction. That doesn't normally happen in the South African market, which tends to be obsessed with equity markets. Yes. Yeah, bonds have really come uh, to front of mind uh, recently. I, 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 was, I was talking... I was talking to somebody yesterday and I just read the headlines that were coming across my screen. Every single one was was negative. But it's just when this sort of negativity is all pervading, you suddenly you say to yourself, well, maybe that all the all the bad news is out the way. I mean, let's have a look now. Um, 1302, South Africa's will was to close all country road stores in Australia amid coronavirus. South Africa's competition commission says flooded with excessive pricing. Uh, Samanco declares force majeure, gold dips 1%, Sassel warns possible coronavirus disruptions could hit full-year results. South Africa's Sandnam appoints new CEO to take over in July. Obviously, the other one... Anyway, it goes on and on. This is maybe the time, even with your cynicism and your correct cynicism over the last few years, to maybe have a look, especially with some a share like Absa up 12.5% as we speak. Yeah, we, we as I said, you know, you look at um, look at the banking stocks and the property listed property stocks, and you actually have to go and check your computer that there's not a mistake somewhere. Where you look at yeah. um, growth point and and, and, and down sixty percent, redefine sixty five percent, and then you have accelerate the developer of the four is more, for instance, which has a market cap of four hundred million rand. And if you look at the balance sheet, the values of the properties are in excess of 12 billion rand. Now, either that's the buy of the century or Accelerate is going to go bankrupt. Um, and we, we will we will know quite soon because I understand that Accelerate has also been downgraded by Moody's, its debt. So there's still a lot of pain to come um, come through the system. So, yes, my my... Innate cynicism says maybe I must you know, still sit back, but at some point there is going to be value. But 
I suspect not yet. Uh, uh, I think we still. I think April with all those companies actually reporting how badly they are being hurt by the the lockdown. I think there can still be some panic setting, and then maybe some time to snap up stuff. But oh, it's going to be difficult to get the bottom. So what are you saying is that we've had the initial selling, which uh, in. in to my mind, and my theory is that it was a lot of geared uh, geared traders, a lot of ETFs, a lot of people that just simply had to get out because of margin calls. Now we're bouncing back because maybe it was overdone on the downside. Maybe now it's overdone on the upside because when the data comes out, the bad data comes out, then the fundamentalists will say, okay, we've got to get out of this thing, whether it be in the United States or America or the United Kingdom or Singapore, Hong Kong, wherever, and it'll come down, maybe make a double bottom, maybe go to new lows. But there is another wave of pessimism and selling to come. Is that your message here? Almost uh, correctly summed up. I think the key is, and having spoken to a couple of fund managers, and and, and Sam Hooley, for instance, from CounterPoint said, they, they, they're just looking at companies with very, very good, strong balance sheets because that's all that's going to carry you through. Companies with weak balance sheets, over-borrowed, over-leveraged, are going to be taken to the cleaners, and, and indeed they are. They, the market is, 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 has been quite vicious downgrading uh, any company that, that smells of over-gearing, like the property stocks, like the banking stocks, they are being sold down heavily. So balance sheets will, will, will is this something that you need to look at. Yes, and also dividend pairs, but so many dividends and so many distributions, as the property companies call them, have been cancelled, which is almost unprecedented. I mean, the volume of them is unprecedented. That is indeed so. And it's not only property stocks. I noticed that Spur announced that they're not paying the dividend or they've cancelled their dividend payment, and I suspect there are going to be many more. I'm going to say we cannot give you uh, forward guidance and B, we probably will have to cancel our dividends for the year. And again, you know, we, we, this is, this is a scenario that no analyst in the world has ever had to deal with and analyze and look back in history to see what, what worked and what didn't work. So we are learning as we go along and it's, 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 it's just quite astonishing uh, what, what is playing out in front of us. Yes, it is. So what are you telling your clients? Because you're obviously getting a lot of calls all the time. You have to sit down and say, well, stick to your guns. And you probably say, well, just stick to the quality companies and stick to what we've told you for the last few years. Stay diversified with a heavy bias towards overseas stocks, even though they are under pressure. They're not as pressurized as our local stocks are. Correct. The, um, I've done some analysis again. I, 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 I looked at the SA market versus global markets, all the major ones. And unfortunately, and the JSE is again the worst performing large market in the world since the beginning of the year, extending a, a an underperformance going back seven years now. So that hasn't changed. In fact, the, the South Africa or the JSE was sold off more heavily than than the Nasdaq, for instance. The technology sector has actually kept up quite nicely. Biotech has kept up very nicely. So the South African investors who have had their money offshore have been protected to a certain extent, and you still find some positive returns in rand terms, which isn't too bad a position to be in.
No, it's not. I think we just have to batten down the hatches. It's almost as though the socio-economic situation and the social situation in South Africa is mirroring the investment situation. You've just got to sit down at home and just go about your business without making any really big changes. Just sit down and and wait for things to normalize, both in the way that you conduct your daily lives and also the way you conduct your daily portfolios. Oh, you're absolutely correct. You know, you know, I've often thought about uh, previous generations that came through the Second World War, for instance, and and other bad periods in history, and you wonder how did they survive and how did they even worry about their investments? And, 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 and we're actually now going through a similar situation. We have to go through what we do on a day-to-day basis, and the markets will do what they have to do, and you have to be a little bit of a fatalist to say, well, this is this is our lot in life and let's make the best of it. And uh, somewhere we might make a profit, somewhere we might make a loss, but it's not too bad. Life goes on. And, you know, especially with this lockdown, you, your kind of values uh, are being rearranged. And money is not number one. Well, it is important, but other things are also very, very important, like your health the health of the community and, and the health of the of, of the poor and, and, and people who are in a very desperate situation. Yeah. Do you think South Africa is going to come through this, as the new phrase is, do you think we'll come out on the other side looking relatively okay, or do you think that we're just at the start of something that the so-called developed world countries have already been through? What do you think about the stage of the COVID-19 and the social lockdown? What do you think about that when it comes to the South African cycle? One has to take cognizance of the fact that our winter is coming. Mm. And 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 as you know, that our winters on the on the on the high felt are particularly s- severe, and I think that worries government that you have winter on its way within a month or so. We will be finding the, the first cold snaps, and then people will huddle together, not being able to move around. And and there, I must w- think that government and the medical authorities are extremely concerned about that period of time that we need to be very, very careful. Some are still fine. You can, you can, but the minute the winter comes, the scenario changes. And I still think the worst is to come in terms of the infection rate in South Africa. Yeah, and apparently the infection rate is higher in colder climates than it is in, in warmer climates. So in Europe and the United States of America, it may go down because of the, the warmth, but in South Africa and the rest of the Southern Hemisphere, it may actually proliferate. So that is a, a worrying yes. sign. And, and you know, with the South Africa situation, financial situation, I don't think we have the same level of, 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 of money to go and spend on pre-testing and, 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 and health facilities. And, and we have a health care system which is already under severe pressure. So I think that worries government, and, and, and quite rightly so. Okay, Magnus, so uh, just to carry on with life as, as, as normal, you mentioned last time that we spoke, I think it was off-air actually, that your children, your teenage children, your almost grown-up children, are starting to become creative. Are they still being creative, or are they bored to death? They're not bored to death. They've been, well, all of us have started uh, learning to cook. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had to go and ask my wife, what are, what are these funny things in the garage? And she said, no, that's a spade and that is a shovel. You go and use it now. And uh, But but uh, the kids are all suddenly uh, are doing um, 
online courses, they're all very hectically busy, either with matric or uh, university degrees online. That mm. has been quite a massive change. And so, no, no, the kids are busy, but they're studying as well at the same time. So there's no, there's no playing around. It's not a holiday indeed. Very good, and I'm sure you're a hard taskmaster. Magnus, thank you very much for your time. That's Magnus Haystack, investment analyst at Brenthurst Wealth, and that was It's My Money. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.